0: The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Beck Dental Care, Columbia Academy, Jones & Ling Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoy with United Country Realty, the Law Office of David A. Bates, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Their trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact them today at 931-381-2663 or visit mtbj.net.
1: Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton, here's Chris Yao.
0: We are here. We are a little late, but we're trying this new thing, see? We're going to play all the sponsors at the beginning of the show, and then just roll on for two hours. Just kidding. That's not a thing. <laughs> it's a good plan. Okay. It sounds good to me. Well, you know, we were, we were discussing off the air, if we could just do one break during the show, this actually worked out well (laughs) because we're going to have to do that. Uh, So yeah, going to be a really good show because if you missed yesterday, as we were talking about the hiring of Josh Heupel at the University of Tennessee, then you missed a really good conversation and we're going to replay that for you later this hour. Got a really good show for you. Got a, a couple of great guests. And I think that's what's going to make today's show really awesome. Uh, if you have been listening the last couple of days, we've been teasing that uh, Shaq Mason would be joining us in studio today. Unfortunately, he will not be able to make it. That's okay. We're going to get him next week. Best as we can. That's the plan. That's the, 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 the plan is get him right before the Super Bowl. Hey, no better time. No better time. Closest we can get him. And... Also, of course, the Southeastern Conference football schedule was released yesterday, so we'll talk about that. Got a lot going on. John Bryce, footballscoop.com will join us. Dennis Harrison, former Vanderbilt and NFL standout. will talk about uh, his former coach. Former teammate. I'm sorry, former teammate, uh, Dennis Cully. David Cully. Uh, David Cully. All right. See, I don't even know his name.
2: That's okay. That's we'll, how we'll- –
0: that's how um, unknown this guy was. To you. <laughs> Coming out of, uh, well, in the head coaching searches. Nobody had mentioned him at all. And then the Texans were like, hey, let's hire this guy.
2: <laughs> he's, um, he's solid. 38 years in the coaching business. Um, most recently assistant head coach at Baltimore. Yes. He's, he's, he's got his bona fides. He's served his time, paid his dues. Great opportunity for him
0: of of all the head coaching candidates he was he was not among the big names he certainly but was uh, not but I, I definitely think he's going to be a solid hire
2: certainly got a challenge ahead of him apparently
0: yeah as he's going to be looking for a quarterback so it seems <laughs> here have a friend fran- hey, hey, here have a NFL franchise good luck in your first head coaching gig oh by the way your franchise quarterback he doesn't want to be here. he doesn't want to play for you or anybody else in Houston, for he, that matter. Yeah, he doesn't want to play here. <laughs>
2: Nothing personal, strictly business. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> strictly Houston in general.
2: Uh, maybe it is personal.
0: Yeah, <laughs> just not for not with you, yeah. Coach Cully, Not with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it's gonna be. <laughs> it's gonna make the AFC South just that much more interesting. I have to. I, I mean, that's just what I'm thinking.
2: I think if, if you taught a class on how to screw things up, though, you'd certainly want the Houston Texans front office as your clinicians
0: on that one. They would be number one on the list, no doubt. It's you know, And, and, and that's, a, that's unfortunate because, you know, I, I don't want to hate on the Houston Texans, but, uh, I mean, you did it to yourselves. You hired a guy to be your head coach and your GM. Because that's that's always worked out in the past.
2: Well, I mean, the best case scenarios do; <laughs> the worst ones not so much. But I mean, when this guy trades your top running back and one of the top receivers in the league in DeAndre Hopkins, then you got to uh, you got
0: to go. Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> wait, wait. Maybe he's got too much maybe yeah no doubt so there is all of that is what that is that that's that's a struggle man we got a lot to talk about Uh, you know got some great folks to talk about it with like you said we really do and 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 we really need to give a shout out to uh jp plant this morning because he has has and continues to work feverishly to to make sure that this all goes off with a hitch if or without a hitch although we've no, had some we've hitches, had hitches and that's okay uh we are live on you facebook. had it right first with a hitch with yes. a hitch yes <laughs> um we are live on facebook so we have continued to be able to do that for you and we hope that you will uh,
2: so you can actually see jp working feverishly
0: well we didn't put the uh oh okay we didn't put the, the other, wide shot up. yeah okay. we didn't put the wide shot up it's just me and you today oh, oh that's um, nice right uh, but that's okay. Yeah, you can see us on Facebook, uh, Southern Middle Tennessee Sports on on there, and you, you can watch us talk to each other. <laughs> um, but it is interesting, you know. It's just another way to find, uh, you know, find an audience and reach that audience. We appreciate you guys tuning in on there, and for those of you listening on the radio and on the internet,
1: we appreciate it. Yeah, we do have uh, a couple of comments early on joining in some uh, regulars. Um, Chuck, we were... hey guys, better late than never. Very true. Very true. I like this one though. Mo, can I adopt you?
0: <laughs> I mean, he's already sure. got, he's already got one son on the show. <laughs> ah, ah.
2: Who's adopting me? My dad. Oh, you? Oh, oh, okay. Sure. And then this
1: last one, just send money, dad. <laughs> this, this last one, JP is awesome. I personally like that one. So yeah. <laughs> I bet you do.
0: There you go.
1: Thank you, Papa Chuck.
0: All right. So now that we've all calmed down and JP is in his chair, how's everybody doing this morning? <laughs> I'm not sure you
2: want to ask JP that this morning. I'm doing all right, though. All he, right.
0: He's good now because it's,
1: it's feverishly. We're, we're still working the protocol of uh how to Computers repeat. Are dumb. Well, just how to repeat this process, especially after. You know there was some dismantling for some other projects we're working on, so it's all good it's all in the vein of getting better and doing more
2: that's right we certainly so we, need to, to live that. we we need to welcome our listeners from absolutely from the southern end of southern middle Tennessee down at the eagle
0: this morning as well I don't think there's any question that they are some of our most loyal listeners down there in Franklin County, we appreciate it. You, Several of you will be coming up to join us tomorrow, mm-hmm. and we appreciate that. I, if you're a parent or a grandparent of a Franklin County Rebellette, you'll be in town. And if you are listening on the radio, you will hear the sultry tones of J.P. Plant's voice calling that ball game, and I'll be joining him on the broadcast. It's going to be a lot of fun.
2: And if you are a fan of the Rebels... Don't make the trip. Don't make the trip. because You will be disappointed. He highly. because Keep
1: washing your hands if you're fans <laughs> of the Rebels. Yeah, wear a mask. <laughs> we hope they're doing better. I, I know Coach Coach Holt uh, tested positive. I believe it was last Saturday the news came uh, following their trip to Lawrence County. Or last Wednesday, excuse me. It was last Wednesday. So I uh, hope uh, they're doing well and um, on the back end of that quarantine.
2: And apparently there had been hope that that Franklin County Columbia Central Boys' game would be played on Saturday, but um, they have a tentative rescheduled date. I don't know if February ninth, February ninth. Yes, yes, there you go. Yes, okay. I, I just um, thanks to boys' basketball coach Nick Campbell. There you go. Received that information here just before airtime. So, thanks, Coach.
1: Look at Coach Soup.
2: Yep, looking looking out <laughs> coach for Coach Campbell. Us. I guess we should call him. Campbell Soup. Coach Campbell, looking out for us. Good job, man. We appreciate that, coaches. We, we appreciate <laughs> looking out. We appreciate when coaches look out for us. Good
0: looking out, guys. Yeah, you know, if you want to join the show, you can give us a text, although I think the phone is still in there. That's okay. We can still get that information. Shoot us a text. Give us a call, 931-381-1017. You can join us again on Facebook. Just comment. We'll throw the comment up on the screen, and we can interact with you there. Interact with us on Twitter at SM underscore TN sports at SM underscore TN sports. We'll be happy to talk with you there and anywhere else. Um, so real quick, guys, not a lot going on last night in the high school or college basketball world, but we got several college games tonight, a few high school games that we want to get you uh, the schedule as best we can here. And we will do that Shortly. Um, but I do want to say we appreciate it, guys, down in Winchester and Franklin County area, WZYX. Our listeners on WKOM 1017. If you missed any part of the show today or yesterday or any other day, you can find us on SM-TN Sports today, wherever you get your podcast. Just search that, and we'll help you out. Now, JP, are you ready?
1: Let's do it. Let's do it. There we go. This is The Rundown.
2: Short schedule last night in junior college women's basketball action. Jackson State comes to the web, defeats the lady Chargers of Columbia State 76-72. Uh, in girls basketball, it was CPA 50 Middle Tennessee Christian 41 on the boys' side, CPA defeats Middle Tennessee Christian 66-61 and in a big Southeastern Conference game at what's Florida 78, Vanderbilt 71.
0: Tonight in high school hoops action, we have a doubleheader down at Santa Fe as the Wildcats host Mount Pleasant. The Franklin boys will travel up to Clarksville North, Northeast and Loretto hosts their just-across-the-border rival the Rogers-Alabama Pirates as a boys' game only as well. Uh, down in Loretto.
2: In College Jackson, the Blazers of UAB visit the Murphy Center to take on Middle Tennessee State. MTSU's women travel to Birmingham. Uh, Shawnee State plays at Martin Methodist in a doubleheader beginning at 530.
0: Additional doubleheaders tonight. You have Belmont traveling up to Austin P State University in Clarksville. Tennessee State will go to Murray, Kentucky, to take on the Racers in a doubleheader as well, and Treveca travels to Walsh. And that will do it for your Thursday rundown on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. All right, and when we come back, we're going to tell uh, we're going to replay what we talked about yesterday on this radio station, as uh, Josh Heupel was announced as the head football coach at the University of Tennessee. We'll get all that information and reaction right after this on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint.
2: The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Beck Dental Care, Columbia Academy, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the Law Office of David A. Bates, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their orthoquick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net.
0: Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership, and outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com.
2: If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal.
1: tennessee sports today with t-s-w-a hall of famer maurice Patton. here's chris Yao.
0: mo i bet jp's mad we didn't spend near this much time on the vandy hire (laughs) (laughs) we got we got like three segments of this stuff it's okay though because we we go vandy next segment We'll, we'll make up for it make up for it there we go don't be mad at us jp no coming.
1: No, <laughs> well, this is a uh, – uh, actually, we did spend quite a bit of time we did. On, on that. We we spent about a week, actually, leading up to it, talking about it, and then we after the fact. We
0: hit some of Andy while you were elsewhere. That's true. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Well, I, I'm just saying, you know – Funny how that works. The, di- the difference <laughs> the difference to me is that uh, this hire is a little more shocking than Clark Lee. <laughs> Uh, it was a little quicker, too. <laughs> not, Yeah, I
2: mean. If he wants to make up for it, though, he can bring us into dynamite in the next segment
0: or something like that. <laughs> you know. He pushes all the buttons. He can do what he wants. He do what to. he wants. Yep. Well, we are still going to talk. As you heard in the last segment, that was our reaction yesterday, immediately following the press conference. Uh, we did a special edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today there, and we appreciate you guys listening in. Now we get the reaction of someone who knows a lot more about it than we do, former Tennessee Vol sideline reporter and been covering college sports for more than a couple decades from footballscoop.com. John Bryce joins us now on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. John, welcome in.
3: Always good to join you guys. Thanks for having
2: me. John, we appreciate you taking some time. I know it's been a busy um, 24 hours or more for you, but, you know, as we as the smoke begins to clear in Knoxville with the hiring of Josh Hupel. <laughs> <Helpful>. <laughs> Hupel? <laughs> Hupel? Hupel. Uh, we talked yesterday after the announcement and the question came up, what's the first thing? On his agenda, and my thought was figuring out who his defensive coordinator is. Is that how high on his list of priorities do you feel like that is?
3: Mo, I would say that that's number two, and here's why. I think number one has to be um, fostering relationships with his roster as quickly as possible, and it's a it's a tough balance that he has to strife there because obviously he's got to get a full staff assembled as quickly as possible. But look, we we saw it yesterday again as more Tennessee guys, not only that were in the portal, uh, stayed in the portal, but selected their next destination, such as Aaron gray headed to Oklahoma. And so I think that the single most important issue right now for Josh Heifel is getting some relationships cultivated with the current team. And, um, finding a way to resonate with those guys, getting a off-season conditioning program put into place as quickly as possible. Uh, i talked to people on campus who said that the previous couple of weeks there hadn't been any kind of plan laid out for the conditioning that is normally taking place by now. And then, look, there's nothing normal about how things are going right now, even without a coaching search, because of the fact that school started a little later. There's not going to be a spring break, all the other elements that are directly related to the COVID 19 pandemic. But programs around the country are already in conditioning sessions. Coastal Carolina starts practice on believe, today. Um, so Josh Heifel has to get relationships formed with his players and get a plan moving forward uh, and implemented
2: as quickly as possible. That makes a lot of sense. And, John, as you mentioned, um, Eric Gray announcing yesterday that he will be transferring to Oklahoma University, the third former Val to join that program following Keyshawn Lawrence from Ensworth and Wanye Morris. What is resonating with these former UT guys in Norman?
3: Well, it's going to be uh, somebody you know, and, and it's going to be um, a failure of the last administration or the last coaching staff and that is Woody Washington. From people i talked to, Woody has been extremely instrumental in recruiting these guys, and there's, there's few things more powerful in this day and age than peer recruiting. And Woody was a standout player in the state of Tennessee, went to Oklahoma, has been a great contributor for the Sooners, and is having um, success on the field, um, both as an individual and as a team. And so the folks that I've talked to have indicated that that has been a key element uh, of those trio of balls heading out to Norman is Woody's impact on them.
2: That's crazy. Former, Oakla- former Oakland defensive back Woody Washington, and um, he's one of at least two Middle Tennessee kids out there along with um, Deuce Grimes, Reggie Grimes second from Ravenwood. And, um, and, you know, both Lawrence and Gray are Tennessee products. So, yeah, that – I hadn't thought about that, but that suddenly makes a whole lot of sense.
3: Yeah, and so, uh, again, and and Josh Heifel talked about it yesterday in his introductory press conference. Among the very first things he said was uh, talking about being visible in the state of Tennessee and and putting a fence around it or or whatever his terminology was, and we have heard that a lot, um, but I do know that uh, Josh Heifel is going to or intending to bring some quality recruiting staff, people with him that understand the state of Tennessee and have recruited in the state of Tennessee before. Um, And if he wants to have a successful time on Rocky Top, there's not enough talent top to bottom in the state of Tennessee to fill a roster every single year. Um, But it's so much better now than it was two decades ago on a consistent basis that you may not be able to fill out your roster with entirely Tennessee kids, but you can get yourself fired if you miss on a bunch of Tennessee kids.
0: No doubt there. John Bryce on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with us here from footballscoop.com. John, a lot of folks in that transfer portal heading out of Tennessee. In this particular year where kids are allowed the extra year of eligibility, and we have seen a ton of great prospects – either reclassifying or ending up at smaller schools than they typically would have in another year. Does that make a difference come signing day for Tennessee? Will they have some more spots that these other schools will not and they can pull from the transfer portal now that they have Josh Heupel?
4: I
3: definitely believe that Tennessee is,
0: the urgency is not the same because
3: of all the factors you just enumerated. And also, let's remember, the extra year of eligibility means that a lot of programs have extra spots. So there's not the hard 85 scholarship cap for the 2021 season because of the NBA's decision to give extra years of eligibility that didn't count against this clock for 2020. So I do think that, um, particularly in Tennessee's case, that's an advantage because they've got a lot of spots open. Um, but I think you'll see a lot of schools continue to comb the NCAA transfer portal over the coming weeks and months in filling out their rosters. And that's why I think that it's more important to bond with the current players and get your staff than it is to necessarily just focus solely on the upcoming signing day.
2: Repairing or establishing relationships with the members of the current roster aside, what is the situation with regards to the defensive coordinator position, John?
3: Yeah, I think that Josh Heifel is really putting together and assembling his own staff in his own unique way. So I don't think Kevin Steele will be a part of that moving forward. I think that's more um, absolutely burned money by the University of Tennessee, which has done too much. It has paid are too many people not to work for it for the past two decades and I think that that sort of fiscal irresponsibility is in direct correlation to the on-field utilities that has been too prevalent. So uh, Josh Heifel is putting together his own staff. Yes there will be some guys coming with him from Central Florida. They'll be here uh, they'll be in Knoxville no later than this weekend several of those key members so I would look first there, um, but I think Josh Heifel is going to conduct full interviews looking for a new defensive coordinator and largely an entirely new defensive staff.
0: Is you know? one of those Jeff Lebby? I'm sorry, could you repeat that? Is is one of those folks from Orlando coming Jeff Lebby?
3: Uh, no, I don't think so at all. Well, then what
0: um, are we doing no. here? <laughs> He's, he's been at
3: uh, he's been at Oxford for the past year uh, as Lane Kiffin's offensive coordinator. He's done incredibly well. Ole Miss just rewarded him with a contract extension in very short order, locking down um, both Lane Kiffin and Jeff Levy with contract extensions and raises. Levy obviously can leave for a head coaching job, and I think right now that would be about the only move that would make sense for Jeff Levy. I don't see him leaving Ole Miss as offensive coordinator to be offensive coordinator at Tennessee again, even if he is good friends with Josh Heifel. And I also think that Jeff Levy will have an outstanding shot of being the new head coach at Central Florida. I'm by no means saying he's definitely going to get it, but he will 100% uh, be in the mix of top candidates and finalists to be the replacement for Josh Heifel as Central Florida head Coach.
2: We are on the Parks Motor Sales hotline with John Bryce. That's at John D. Bryce One on Twitter. And if you're not following him and you're a college football fan, what are you doing with your life? Anyway, John, you talked about, you know, locking down Tennessee from a recruiting standpoint. We saw that Jay Graham apparently has joined the coaching staff at Alabama, and it sounds as if T. Martin will be following him out the door. Is that is that what you're hearing as well? Is that a done deal? What a, what do you know as far as T goes?
3: Yeah, um, we had written on on I think Sunday or Monday about Jay Graham uh, having the option to go to Alabama as special teams coordinator, a position he had held previously on um, at both maybe Florida State and Texas A and M with Jimbo Fisher. But uh, Jay Graham is, frankly. One of the classiest and best coaches uh, in all of college football, and he's a guy who should also get more consideration for a head coach coaching job sooner rather than later. So um, Graham's got a great situation at Bama. I wrote earlier this week when I talked about um, his opportunity to to join that staff, and the story on Football Scoops that somehow Nick Saban might be putting together his best staff ever. He's uh, ever now going. Ever. I really think so. He's got Bill O'Brien and Doug Marone as two key pieces of his offensive assistant coaching staff to replace Steve Sarkeesian and some of those folks who left. Both those guys aren't just former NFL head coaches. They're both also former college Power Five head coaches. So I think that's significant. Now you add Robert Gillespie, to coach running back from North Carolina, and Jay Graham, who's a great running back coach, and he's going to run up your special teams. I really think Nick Saban has put together arguably his best staff. And then, as for T Martin, his contract with Tennessee expires on the 31st, and I don't see a scenario where it's going to be renewed.
2: Wow. Uh, Doug Marone, by the way, son in law of College Football Hall of Famer and former Middle Tennessee State football coach Boots Donnelly. Little known fact there. Uh, Oh, that's. That should be a trivia question, though. That's good stuff. Yeah. We try. We try. What what makes T. Martin someone that you wouldn't want on your staff at the University of Tennessee?
3: You know, I think it's up to each individual uh, coach as to how he fills out his staff. I thought Danny White made that clear yesterday that there would be no forced holdovers and – you know, there's, there's been so much turmoil at Tennessee in recent years, but especially over the last eight weeks or so um, with the ongoing probe into that program, both internal and external from the NCAA. and um, You know, Tennessee's wide receivers didn't have a great year last year. There are some folks that would tell you they struggled to run the proper route. Um, only the coaches truly know that or maybe the, uh, the guys who break down film for a living, like at TFF, maybe they know that. Um, but that's the word, is that Tennessee's wide receivers didn't perform to their capacity. Um, T. Martin also hasn't necessarily done a great job recruiting for Tennessee, he brought Bayless Jones as a transfer from USC, um, but he hasn't landed a, a bunch of the other key guys. And so I, I just think that Josh Heifel is looking to go in a different direction.
0: I'm not sure that that's a direction that they should be going in, but that's his choice, and he's got to live with it at the end of the day. Uh, It is what it is. But
2: One other question, John. Is Lovey Smith in the mix to join this stuff?
3: You know, I don't know that for sure, um, but that would be a an extremely quality ad for the University of Tennessee. Um, you talk about a guy who's universally respected and um, I thought was going to get one more year at Illinois. and was surprised when he got fired, and obviously he's a, uh, a great defensive mind and has some past connections to Tennessee. So um, that would be a big-time hire for Tennessee and for Josh Heifel, um, but I don't know how likely that is at this point in time. Okay.
0: There you go. I would love to see Lovey Smith. I I wanted Lovey Smith in the mix for the head coaching position, but that's just you know crazy. Anyway, um, John, I appreciate your time today. We're, we're going to get out of here, but I do want to give I want to give you an opportunity to give us a grade on this hire. How would you grade Danny White's hire of Josh Heupel at the University of Tennessee?
3: Gosh, that's a that's a tough one. A, a similar question I've been asked a couple of times. I don't think you can grade a hire right now um, because we don't know, and these are not normal circumstances for any hire. So I'm not um, ducking your question in any way, shape, or form. It's just I don't know that we've seen a hire have to be done like this. I don't, hmm. I don't, I don't remember a major Power 5 program having to hire both an AD and a football coach technically in a 10-day period while there's an NCA investigation going on, and certainly then in the middle of a pandemic, so um, you, if if you're insistent on a on, on a grade, and I use the term would, you generically,
0: yeah, how then, would you then grade J- Danny White's hire? Not necessarily the Josh Heupel, but Danny White's hiring of Josh Heupel.
3: You know, I think he did a great job of uh, keeping it pretty hushed. Um, I think he, well, I know he went after some big fish. And those factors that I talked about previously uh, were were certainly limiting in in him, so I've given him probably a B minus or or a B for the process itself, and then we can begin to grade Josh Heifel, um maybe after he has a full staff or or maybe even not start grading him until after a season or two
2: when you talk about everything that went on in relation to this a d slash coaching search John. Tennessee is nothing if not cutting edge. <laughs>
3: <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, the problem is they've been uh, cutting the edge off of uh, employment <clears throat> contracts for too long. So yeah. they have uh, they need to get it right this time.
2: They really do. They really do. Hey, um, John Bryce, footballscoop.com. Again, at John D. Bryce 1. If you're a college football fan and you're not following him, correct that before we um, go to this break. John, thanks for spending some time with us here on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline, and um, we appreciate it.
3: Oh, for sure, Mo. You and I go back uh, about those two decades. So, anyway, I'll always visit with you guys anytime I can, and have a great week.
2: Thank you, sir.
0: And when we come back, we'll talk to... We'll get that Vandy in. How's that? Can we get that Vandy in for you? Feel better about it? Yeah? I thought so. Hey, (laughs) Man of few words, but he's got the buttons.
2: <laughs> he needs no words. He's got the buttons. That's
0: right. Uh, Dennis Harrison, former Vanderbilt and Philadelphia Eagles standout, will join us to talk about the Houston Texans hiring a brand new head football coach, a guy that Dennis Harrison is very familiar with. We'll talk to him about it on the other side of the break. This is Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid Tennessee Barn and Joint. Stay tuned. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership, and outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. If you've
2: listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal.
1: Back to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, the sports talk show you've always wanted.
0: Welcome back in. We approach the bottom of the hour, ten twenty-eight on this Thursday edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. I'm Chris Yao, joined as always by Mo Patton and JP Plant on the controls with you here as we continue talking all day uh, yesterday and up to this point about the University of Tennessee hiring Josh Heupel or Hoople or Heppel or whatever. I'm really excited to hear all the different pronunciations on ball (laughs) calls that you can hear on (laughs) 1037 WKRM. But now we finally get to get back to a little bit of normalcy for JP as we talk to a former Vandy standout about the Houston Texans' newest head football coach. Uh, so we bring in Dennis Harrison on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline, former Vanderbilt player, former Philadelphia Eagle, and really excited to talk to him. Current Eagle. No, no they're not the Eagles? No. What are they? They're Vikings.
2: No. That's Brent, ridiculous. They're Vikings. He's at Brentwood Middle School. No oh. Brentwood Middle School, not Brentwood Academy. That's even weirder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the, the Vikings. Well, they were the Northside Vikings when it was Northside oh. Junior High School, and that now it's sense. Brentwood Middle School, and they are the, the you know changing logos and nicknames gets a little a little pricey, you yeah, so, know. At any rate, I hear you, Coach Harrison. Good morning. Yes. good Morning. Good morning. Hey, appreciate you joining us. Um, you know, as the word was starting to come down last night about um, David Cully being named the Houston Texans next football coach, I, I started scrambling because I knew he was from Sparta. I knew he was from, had played at Vanderbilt. I was trying to remember whether he was there at the same time you were because I was trying to figure out who. There had to be somebody we could talk to about. David Culley and the path that he has taken to his first head coaching role at the age of 65. Um, I don't well, know. I, I, Go ahead.
4: But, well, the, the, first of all, David Culley is probably the best athlete that's come out of Sparta. And if you pick a sport, he is very, very good at it. Uh, you know, he came to – he was a year ahead of me, red shirt, and so we graduated the same. But uh, at football, he he worked hard, uh, and he put in his time for being assistant coaches. He, he's during that covered the whole uh, United States. Uh, it was a Texas A&M at one time, you know. So uh, he, he's put, he definitely put in his time. Somebody put down – I saw some article saying where he's the oldest football coach at 65. Well, he's, he's the most experienced football coach at 65. So I, I, I think it was a surprisingly good hire.
2: I think he went into coaching directly out of his playing career at Vanderbilt. I think he's got 38 years in both at the collegiate and the professional level, as you said. Um, were you surprised? I, I I was. I was surprised, uh, but pleased. Uh,
4: it was something that uh, he interviewed for, and he just thought with the other people. Uh, he, he always thinks it's the other people, but, you know, like I had a plan for him to to, to to get it this time. And he got it. He he wildly deserved it. I know those other guys would say they they deserve it, but he's been an associate and assistant head coaches under some good football coaches. Uh, I Saw where they said he hadn't been a coordinator. He's, he's passing coordinator at Baltimore right now, and that's a pretty good thing. And he's been there the last couple of years. He he was at the Eagles. He was at Kansas City. You know, he he, he he's been around to three or four teams. So I, I would say, really, how well, about I, I the person who's only just come out to the younger guys. Uh, they. I would say they might not be ready, but he's ready for it. And sometimes you just surround yourself by people with people who just really know what they're doing.
2: Um he's obviously stepping into a, a volatile situation on a number of levels. The the Texans were the first to fire their coach this year. They got rid of Bill O'Brien, I think, four games into the season. Romeo Cornell finished up as their interim coach and um and now he's coming into a situation where the guy that the Houston Texans thought was their franchise quarterback may not be. Deshaun Watson signed a four-year, I think $156 million contract extension during the season, and reports are at this point that he he wants out of there. Um, Feels like he was disrespected over the front office moves that took place here over the offseason. I mean, that's a tough situation to walk into, I would think.
4: Oh, definitely. Uh, you know, you have a quarterback who feels that uh, he wants more seeing what's going on, but uh, bottom line is he's hired to work for him. I think if David gets a chance to talk to him, things may change some. I understand it's frustration, but uh, there are players, and as owners, there are coaches, and everybody has their role and uh, maybe he'll understand that and stay there with them. But still, they've got some good things. They've, they've got some good people there. They've, if you look at their games, they were they were not getting blown out, in most of them. So they do have the opportunity, and he has a chance uh, to go there and maybe stabilize it all.
0: Talking with Dennis Harrison on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Coach, you know, when you talk about a guy like David Culley, what what is the the thing that obviously he's been he's coached every offensive position you can coach? What is it that he brings best to the table? Is he going to bring an offensive mindset? Uh, what what's the thing that he that he brings to the Texans that they need most?
4: I think he brings an offensive mindset and coaching. He 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 has a very high football IQ, and I think that him being on that side of the ball uh, for most of this time that he will have, a, that's what he's going to bring to the
2: table. Okay. You would think he and would should be on the, on the offensive side. Yes, you would think he would bring some stability as well. I would think, like you said, with everything that has taken place with that franchise here over the last. Wow.
4: Well, I look at where he's been and his instability there, and they've had some uh, live players, whether it was in Kansas City, whether it was in Baltimore or Philadelphia. And he's seen how those coaches handled those situations, and he's he's learned from those, and I'd, I'd be surprised if their record is as bad as it was this year.
2: <laughs> you You would like to hope, unless you are a Fan of the Titans, right? Uh, that's
4: true. I, I, we'll get the Titans their wins, but the other ones, if they, they can beat them up, there we
2: go, there <laughs> we go. Coach, speaking of coaching changes, um, what were your impressions of Clark Lee's being hired at your alma mater?
4: I I thought it was good. In fact, that they got somebody that that, that understands Vanderbilt football. Uh, I I think that's the best thing you can do with, it, with Vanderbilt is hire someone who understands Vanderbilt. Football, Vanderbilt sports, and with the new AD and with with Clark coming in, and then basically starting all over, I thought it was a good good move when I saw Clark's name in it. And I was hoping that he get he, he gets it, and uh, and he and he did. And so going forward, I think that uh, he'll be able to recruit a little better. This year is going to be a wash because he didn't get started at all. But I I, I think it's going to be I think there you see a better product on the field as well.
2: You know, um, one of their incoming freshmen for this um 2021 classes is a kid that you probably have some familiarity with, John House from Brentwood High School. Did he come through Brentwood Middle?
4: Yeah, I had John uh, over here uh, <clears throat> at middle school. John got in high school, got great coaching, and just got better every year. He put his foot on the on. The, practice field to the game field
0: It's all you can ask for isn't it coach <laughs> just get yeah, better and,
4: and get better and he did that and he will continue to do that and I think he'll rally, <coughs> excuse me, rally guys around them to do it as well people think you have to be a senior to rally people but you just got to work hard and go out and, and, and do what you're supposed to do every
0: day be a guy that uh, that that people look up to because <laughs> you set expectation with your actions and that's Correct. a positive. Dennis Harrison, former Vanderbilt and NFL star, we appreciate your time this morning on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. Uh, thanks so much for joining us.
4: You're welcome. I'm, I'm just grateful for the opportunity to do it. And when I, y'all got Maurice episode so early, so that's,
0: that's – <laughs> He knows.
4: <laughs> that's, uh, that in itself is a is a great feat. So, anyway,
2: right yeah, now, we go back
4: a long way, so – Coach, I appreciate yeah, you. Day.
2: Thank you, you too. You coach Dennis Harrison on the <laughs> Parks Motors Motor Sales hotline. Um, and I'm sitting here catching strays, but so. <laughs> you know, um what's funny at one time, um I call him coach because he coached he was at Page High School as their head football coach for a time. Um he coaches football and he coaches wrestling. Or has at Brentwood Middle School. Gotcha. And and it's one of the funniest things when um, I was at a match a few years ago. And, you know, the the lightest weight class in middle school wrestling is like 82 pounds. Oh, Lord. And you got to remember, Dennis Harrison is 6'8". <laughs> and so you've got some sixth grader that barely comes up to his waist Looking up at him coming off the mat or whatever, or an opposing eighty-two <laughs> pounder going across the mat after the match to shake his hand, and and the poor kid is a little shaken. You know, it's like this guy's huge, yeah, you know, oh, that, to to a sixth grader, looking up at six eight. Yeah, it, that's it's, funny. It is funny. It is funny. But um, great guy, and I'm glad we were able to get him to come on and talk about a former teammate who, like I said, stepping into a very intriguing situation out there in Houston.
0: So, you graduated at Franklin in '82, right? Mm-hmm. Oh darn! I was gonna say David Cully was at MTSU in '82. He didn't stick around for your freshman year. You, he must have heard you were coming. That's it. That's it. Yeah,
2: <laughs> got the heck this out of guy, dodge.
0: Yeah, this guy's been a you know he's been a running back coach, a wide receivers coach. Got dude coached the Philadelphia Eagles wide receivers from '99 to t- 2010. Uh, a lot of great wide receivers came through there: Deshaun Jackson, Terrell Owens. You know, he, he's 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 coached some solid players. Man,
2: when you look at his resume, I mean he started at Austin P. Um speaking of Boots Donnelly mm-hmm. Boots Donnelly hired him at Austin P in seventy eight, um, spent two years, three years at his alma mater, he was at MTSU in eighty two, spent a year at Chattanooga. It was in U T C but anyway.
0: And then he was like, I gotta get the heck out of Tennessee.
2: Right, yeah. <laughs> Southwestern Louisiana. He went to UTEP. Uh he was at A and M, like Coach uh Coach Harrison said. And then he got onto the um professional level with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in ninety four, spent a couple of years there, three years with Pittsburgh. Lengthy stay in Philadelphia from nineteen ninety nine to two thousand um what two thousand twelve.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Between wide receivers and um senior offensive assistant. Um spent three or four years at Kansas City with Andy A couple of years in Buffalo, must have decided it was too cold. And um Lord. took uh took a position on the Baltimore coaching staff with um with Jack Harbaugh down there. John Harbaugh, excuse me. So Jack. he Jack. No, not Good Jack. Good Lord. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. no. He's been out of the game for a while. He has been out of the game for a while with John Harbaugh. So, again, the point is, this guy has paid his dues. You know, he's got some moving company on speed dial, and he'll be calling him again to um, head out to Houston.
0: Let me ask you this right now. Are the Houston Texans the Tennessee Volunteers of the NFL? Because the way that their entire organization has been run for the last couple of years, it feels that way. I think they're worse. They're in a bad spot. Yeah. Well, and again, you just signed a guy,
2: your franchise quarterback, you put $156 million in him for four years, and he's saying he doesn't want to be there. Now, Coach Harrison is saying that, you know, players are players, coaches are coaches, owners are owners, but uh, still, it, it, it just it, – I think it depends on just how committed Deshaun Watson is to not playing in Houston. Yeah. Because what if he just decides to sit? Oof. Can't imagine that. I don't know. I, if, I, if I could see
0: anybody doing it, <laughs> it's him. I think it's him. Yeah. I, I mean, it would certainly be interesting. I just thought. It, I just thought the comparison is almost identical at this point. They're just both dumpster fires. So. We'll see what At happens. least Tennessee is trying to put theirs out. I think Houston may have thrown a pretty good bucket on them with this hire. Well,
2: And you may be right. I hope so. Yeah.
0: All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back we'll talk about the SEC football schedule. It was released yesterday. Some interesting notes uh, in there, and obviously there's one other college football game that I'll have to mention because it's pretty interesting as well. So – We'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today, presented by Mid Tennessee Barn and Joint. With that, stay tuned. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net.
1: southern middle tennessee sports today once again with mo here's chris
0: welcome back in to southern middle tennessee sports today presented by mid tennessee bone and joint chris Yao mo Patton, jp plant with you here 13 minutes to the top of the 10 o'clock hour this will take you to 11 o'clock as we do each and every weekday here on wkom welcome into our friends at wzyx down in franklin county every tuesday and thursday or you can hear the podcast just go to the Eagle website, it's uh, available right there on their um, on their sports tab, wzyxradio.net, and you can hear every single day on the podcast. Appreciate you guys tuning in. If you want to get in on the show, 931-381-1017, you can text us. Uh, Clayton will bring us that text <laughs> and information, I'm sure. Or you can just... Comment on Facebook. We'll throw the comment up there. We'll interact with you. Be happy to do that. Facebook Live. Just search Southern Middle Tennessee Sports. You can find it.
2: Hit us up on Twitter at SM underscore TN Sports at chris yao 14
0: at MoPatton underscore sports. We're here for you. Year one for Josh Heupel. The schedule starts out fairly easy. They don't have a huge um, out of conference, Power Five conference uh, opponent this year. Uh, I mean, I feel like Pitt is a winnable game, even uh, no matter who is at Tennessee. It's a winnable game for Tennessee.
2: You know, they lost to Georgia State. I don't know that I'm ready to declare any FBS game just winnable just automatically.
0: So Every game's winnable. <laughs> I mean, Georgia State was winnable. Well, they didn't win it, but it was winnable. Well, I mean, but yes, I understand what you're saying. Okay, good. I get it because I
2: probably didn't say it very well. But, I get it.
0: Yeah. I'm not saying they're I'm not saying it's a guaranteed win. I think there are two guaranteed wins on here. I think Tennessee Tech and South Alabama are pretty well. Uh, it it would take a natural disaster for Tennessee to lose either of those two games. Outside of that, Bowling Green and Pitt. I'm not sure. Bowling Green hasn't been very good the last couple of years but they they have shown some flashes in the past. I don't I don't know where their program is now.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But Pitt is a winnable game. Uh, James Conner ain't walking through that door. Larry Fitzgerald ain't walking through that door. <laughs>
2: Nathan Peterman, I'm walking
0: no, through. Dear table. God, let's hope he's not walking through either door. <laughs> for
2: yeah, for both teams. Sake. <laughs> so Tennessee opens the season at home on September 4th against Bowling Green. As as we alluded to, other season openers: Alabama and Miami will meet up in Atlanta. Um, Rice visits Arkansas. Akron goes to Auburn in the. Um, Terry Bowden, Bo.
0: <laughs> He's not there anymore. He's yeah. at Louisiana Monroe. Mm-hmm. He's at one of the Louisianas.
2: Yeah, but um, Florida plays Florida
0: Atlantic. Um, Wayne Kiffin 20. ain't walking through that door. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> the first game there—that's a good one. Yeah. Come on,
2: Charlotte. Georgia and Clemson at Charlotte. Um, Louisiana Monroe at Kentucky. LSU goes to UCLA. That'll be an interesting game. This is going to be an interesting game. On Labor Day, I assume, September 6th, Louisville and Ole Miss in Atlanta. Um, Louisiana Tech goes to Mississippi State. Central Michigan plays at Missouri. Eastern Illinois. (laughs) OVC stand up. Eastern Illinois travels to South Carolina. Kent State is at Texas A&M, and East Tennessee goes to
0: Vanderbilt
2: in Clark Lee's debut.
0: So uh, Missouri and South Carolina are obviously back-to-back uh, alphabetically, and so Central Michigan plays in Columbia. And, <laughs> and in South- Illinois and plays, plays in Columbia. Columbia.
2: <laughs> that's, that's a unique situation there. Neither of those is Columbia, Tennessee, by the way. So. Um, <laughs> Interesting non-conference matchup on November twentieth, as Mississippi State hosts
0: Tennessee State. Yeah, that'll be Rod cool. Reed and the Tigers making the trip to Starkville. I thought Arkansas is pay- is is going to take on Pine Bluff. Mm. Uh, UAPB will travel to Fayetteville with uh, quarterbacks coach Kenton Evans in tow. Yes, sir. Uh that'll be an interesting game on October twenty third. And former Hillsborough quarterback Jalen Macon will be potentially on that travel roster. Yeah. You know, and and talking about some of these in state games being played, you know, you don't see that in Alabama, in Tuscaloosa. <laughs> you you've seen Auburn play Sanford, you've seen them play Jacksonville State and nearly get beat. Uh you know, but Alabama doesn't do that. Sp- speaking
2: of auburn after they get done with akron they've got bama state
0: that that's interesting and i think that will be that'll be good for the hornets it'll in, be a good in, in for, fact
2: auburn's scheduled to open they've got akron they've got alabama state they go to penn state and then they've got the dreaded georgia state making that visit to the plains yeek. yeah
0: yeah um Kentucky plays Chattanooga, and some other interesting. I, I'm I'm curious about this Alabama Florida week three matchup. Uh, before before Florida gets Tennessee, they got to go. They, they got to take on uh, Alabama. Of course, it'll be a home game. It'll be in the swamp, but still, uh, you don't want to play Alabama right before your you know Tennessee game. Even though Tennessee, obviously, not a huge test right now. <laughs>
2: That Tennessee Alabama game, by the way, is on October twenty third, which is the fourth Saturday in October.
0: Yeah, a
2: little disappointing.
0: It, it it it's a struggle for me, but it is what it is. Um, other interesting. Florida actually plays Samford this year. That's that's weird. Um, other interesting non conference matchups, as you said, LSU, UCLA, Ole Miss, and Louisville. Uh, Missouri is playing Boston College. I think that's College. going to be a fun
2: game, that old Miss-Louisville game. That's the one that I will definitely kind of stop what I'm doing and, and take that one in.
0: That will be a good one. Um, Missouri takes on Boston College on the road in Chestnut Hill. Uh, Texas A&M will get to play J.T. Shrout and Colorado up in Denver. Hold up. What's that? September
2: 18th. What's up? This is a game – Oh, that, that the Brain Bowl, yeah! I don't know what has taken this game so long to show up, but they should never not play it again. Stanford visits Vanderbilt. What do you think? Love it, the Brainiac Bowl. I mean, some kind of way Vanderbilt, Stanford, Duke, and Northwestern should play
0: like the like every the, year, uh, every year, like the Armed Forces. Yeah, like the yeah. Armed Forces thing. I I agree. There should be a rotation of those fourteen. Some teams. kind of way, yeah. This no is doubt. a great game, and it's too bad
2: Derek. Derek's
0: not
1: there, but
2: you
1: know. yeah, too bad for him. I'm sure he was obviously instrumental in making this happen. You and would looking think, forward to yep. it. I'm sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. And Vandy, right after that, hosts Georgia, and then Connecticut. UConn comes to town. <laughs> so interesting. Uh, I love the non-conference games. I, I think I, I would love the non-game non-conference uh, schedule, uh, but I love the fact that they do force you to play at least one other power 5 team. Uh, of course, you can go out and be like Tennessee and schedule Pitt. <laughs> or you get or you can you know schedule someone that's decent. Hey. Um They're
2: still on their training wheels right now. They're on that, their training wheels. I mean, that will only be Josh Hupel's
0: Second game. All right, so how about this one? How about November 6th in Oxford? Liberty comes to Ole Miss with Hugh Freeze.
1: That's spicy. Oh, come on. That is spicy. Come on.
0: That's all sorts of spice right there.
1: Good for Hugh Freeze for, I guess, accepting that, right?
0: I'm sure it was already made.
2: I don't don't know if Hugh Freeze accepted that or if Hugh Freeze prompted that. (laughs) He may have that. Y'all. Hey, <laughs> that well, is going to be must-see television.
0: R-E-D-E-M-P-T-I-O-N. Okay, so Alabama LSU that day, A&M Auburn, uh, you've got Tennessee, Kentucky, you've got, I mean, that that's pretty much it. I mean, as far as Liberty Ole Miss will be must-see television that day. Yeah, oh, no question. It will be the 11 o'clock SEC game. But no, it will won't. Be- it might be primetime at ESPN. That, that'll be a night
2: game. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a night game for somebody.
0: I mean, if 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 Liberty comes in as good as they were as, this, this year, year you know, yeah. undefeated or something like that, then yes, it will be a primetime game. But it will, either way, it'll be must see television, uh, going up against that Alabama LSU game at night. That's a that's assuming that Hugh Freeze is still
2: there. I mean, I guess I don't guess there's any more head coaching spots open at this point. But I don't think he's going
1: anywhere at this point. Could be wrong. You never know. But I think he's probably set.
0: Oof, man, talk about it. That was I, I didn't even see that until I mentioned Until it. you saw it. Huh? And I was like, whoa, hold on. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages.
2: <laughs> Stop the press.
0: Oh man, that was a good one. All right. So yeah, big big um year for SEC football. I'm really excited about it. How about you? Uh U T Vandy.
2: Season finale, regular season finale for both those teams on November 27th
0: at Neyland Stadium. That will be a good one. Vanderbilt reaches across the aisle and takes on Mississippi State and Ole Miss. That's their two Mm. other side cross division, yeah. So that'll be interesting. All right. Appreciate you guys tuning in today. Again, we are on Facebook Live every day. You can join the conversation. Please feel free to come in and do that on Twitter, SM underscore TN Sports. Visit sm-tnsports.com for all the local high school sports coverage in Southern Middle Tennessee. We appreciate you guys out there. Uh, WZYX listeners, thank you so much. We'll talk to you on Tuesday. Make sure to listen to the podcast for the Hall of Famer, Maurice Patton, the producer, J.P. Plant. I'm Chris Yao. This has been Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Stay cool, Columbia.